What's going on, Geeks? So this is episode 338 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about Pokemon, Lord of the Rings, and animals on various drugs. Animals, <laughs> not people. Don't do drugs, kids. So weird. <laughs> Apparently, leave it for the bears. I don't know. I mean, don't no. give your animals <laughs> drugs either. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Unless they're prescribed by to from a vet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> guess what I learned on that Christian podcast, Mom. Better <laughs> <laughs> move on. The level up event is literally it's Wednesday when this comes out, so uh, two days from. I, oh my god! The release of this. Wow. We record on Monday, so we do the math. It's five days from now. So excited, so nervous, um, lots and lots of emotions and feelings going through my head. I'm just really, really happy to get to press play. I'll probably mm-hmm. be nervous until I hit play, and then everything will be fine. Oh, totally. Um, That's how it always Usually is. how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So many jitters. But I'm really, really excited for it. Uh, you can watch it by yourself. You could watch it with friends. We set up if you're in our Discord. If you're not in our Discord, go to our geeksundergrace.com website. And in the community tab, you can find our Discord. And uh, we're actually going to have, like, a voice chat set up in there if you want to watch it with some people. If you don't have anyone at your house that want to watch it with you. Uh, but like I said, you can watch it alone, too. Nobody can also join questions. us in chat and all that good yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, we'll all be in want. chat, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, there'll be discussion questions after each of the speakers. There are five speakers. I'm just kind of going through everything for people who don't know. Uh, that is myself, Heather Tapp of Team Liquid. Tony Talaveras of Nerd of Godcast, Bubba Stalkup, Love Thy Nerd, and then the actor, Doug Jones, yeah. who, he's in a lot of stuff, I don't know. I he's think a, the coolest is Silver Surfer from Fantastic oh, yeah. Four. So cool. I can't wait to go yeah. meet him at Comic-Con, like, in a few weeks. Yeah, if have to tell him how it goes. Uh, I'm totally gonna mention it to him, see if he remembers recording it or something. We have the schedule on our social media pages, so you can go check that schedule out. I'm gonna be playing metroid prime between the speakers lj real real late are you telling people or are you just yeah no i'm telling people if, if y'all want to stay up i think it's like the last like before we close out the event it's two to four central i believe i'll be playing shadow the hedgehog so good that <laughs> he just bought so yeah good. i literally what just bought the yeah. game yeah man i have the disc right here <laughs> <laughs> And my response was, that was fast. Yeah, we got the disc right here. I didn't even catch the pun. Gotta go fast. That's great. Uh, Because I ordered it, like, what, Thursday or Friday? I was like, hey, what if I played Shadow the Hedgehog? And you guys were like, yes. Um, I I love Shadow the Hedgehog. It's so funny. I think, but yeah, the night before that, I'm doing super late. But I'll be doing some Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Be prepared. It's really bad. Oh, yeah. I didn't I realize that. I tried playing it after playing Sonic 06, and I would rather play Sonic 06. You know what though? I've been looking. I've been looking at like what people thought, think of this game, like on YouTube and stuff. There's a lot of people that actually like kind of ironically like enjoy it because it's bad. Like, yeah, because it's so cringy. You just do certain things, and it's like that's yeah. not how that should have gone. Like that should have worked. Yeah, I hear like the, the way that I press the button. The, the story is a mess too. I hear like just everything just is off the rails. Yeah, I don't remember the story very much. I played it as a kid, and it's funny about like when you were children. Um, we don't really care, I guess. 
I, like I never it never bothered me I and don't know I beat how it true this is it might be spoilerly spoilery but apparently there's a mission that where you like, go to assassinate the president <laughs> okay I don't remember that's like an evil because I think it's like isn't that like a yeah I think route? that's a thing mm-hmm. yeah there's yeah. three routes I believe mm-hmm. there's a good evil and then there's a neutral Maria <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking yeah, earlier so good. I was I'm like, really excited for it I, I wonder might if there's a Facebook group called All of Meme, like you know, like a meme Facebook. Group. I am all a meme. They should make a Shadow the Hedgehog Facebook meme group called All of Meme. That's perfect. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog memes kill me yeah. every time. <laughs> but yes, like I am so genre. excited. And then it's like I know my nephew, like because there's Sonic games on the GameCube that he's he's haven't seen yet either. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I know I'm going. He's gonna get as much enjoyment out of this as 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 we are at some point. So. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So great. Shadow anyway. the Hedgehog. Yeah. They never said he was child-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, I like the one that Shelly shared earlier. It's like, or one of you, it's like taking candy from a baby. And that's fine by me. That's fine, <laughs> that's by, fine me. by me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like taking candy from a baby. And that's fine by me. <laughs> I'm just like oof. Anyway, shadow. Yeah. I could just be shadow all the time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyways, event starts <laughs> four four o'clock central, I believe. Oh man, I don't have the time on me. I believe it's four o'clock central time. I want to look that up because I don't want to lie to you. On Friday. On Friday. Uh, oof. And that's PM, obviously. Starting with with a speaker with with myself because I wanted to get it out of the way as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, six o'clock Central Time, so that would have been four o'clock, o'clock Pacific. Nice. Gotcha. So, so are right. you like just like speaking right off, or did you do a recording? Like yeah. What else? I I did a recording, so okay. that is something to kind of keep in mind. Um, we will be the speakers are all pre-recorded, and yeah. then um. They will not, like, the live part of that is that they haven't been released before. Um, yep. Yeah, no one else will, you won't, you'll see it first at mm-hmm. the Level Up event. I got to see the Doug Jones one a while back, and that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be great, guys. Yep. Anyways, we need to move mm-hmm. on. We do. Uh, our five-second stinger was five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get into the games we've been playing, LJ. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'll... I haven't played anything. I've been playing DaVinci so, Resolve. Which is y'all, y'all, will, y'all will be proud of me. I beat a video game. You beat yes. a video game? Yes. <laughs> yes. I finished Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, uh, wow. It's really is good. It nice. short? Uh, no, it's not that short. I okay. think I have over 30 hours in it. No offense. I just no, assumed. No, I got you. No, no, no. <laughs> it's uh, like... Hmm? What house for you? Hufflepuff. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, house. so apparently there are some like so there are like side quests and other things, um, but yeah. So apparently some houses get like the short shorter end of the stick as far as like quests and like length. Um, There's house favoritism weird... even in this game. Apparently so. Yeah. I think Ravenclaw gets is like the is Dude. like has the has the least amount of quests. I think that's messed up because like so, yeah. That's that makes me a little sad if I'm being and honest. See, I have no yeah, idea. It's such a weird thing to have done. Like, huff, like apparently there's a quest that 
because I was in Hufflepuff that I will only see. Uh, or that, like, anybody in the Hufflepuff... How but specific like, quests make makes sense, but, like, from a whole game standpoint... That doesn't make sense You should have a similar like... experience, or at least an equal experience, if right. not the same. Right, the length should be the same. So that's, it's weird to yeah. me, because this quest I'm told about, I think it was part of the main quest line, so I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at least as far as I remember. Um, but there's a ton of side quests. There is a ton of stuff to do. Um, it was one of those things where I had, like, I was up to a certain chapter and then it, the, the, like, quest line said, like, oh, like, confront, like, the bad guys, like, enemy, bad guy A, bad guy B kind of a thing. I'm thinking, okay, cool, I'm about to finish this game. Then when I get to that quest, that final quest thread, it's like, oh, nope, I got another chapter left. So I I just kind of burned through that last, the last chapter um last week and it's it's really good i like again if you feel comfortable with buying the game like and you're a harry potter fan i do recommend it it's like i'm not the i'm not really that big of a harry potter fan myself like i've said before i've maybe seen half the movies if that but i still really enjoyed it i think it's because i know enough of the world and i know enough i mean i see i, I don't know that's hard to say because like i feel like i know enough and some of the lore and just things like mm-hmm. that which I, I would still appreci- be able to appreciate a lot of it. I don't know that for somebody who isn't into Harry Potter at all. Like, I don't know what that would be. Yeah. Like, like why get but, that game at that yes, point? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. It's like maybe it's like telling somebody who's not a Star Wars fan to go play Jedi Fallen Order, I think. Yeah. Or, or something. Makes sense. Um, yeah. It's it's really good. Um, yeah. So, I, I played that and I, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've moved on to other things. So, I, and I have a few other games I'm going to be beating pretty soon as well. So, sweet. Yep. Yeah, um, and then another game I actually did. Oh, technically, I actually finished two games. Um, <laughs> so, I did play. I know that's a lot for me in, in one week. Um, I did play Man of Medan with, uh, with my buddy Spacehawk on our Twitch channels. We did like this cool co stream thing. And with the Dark Pictures games, you can actually play simultaneously online. So it's a company that made like Until Dawn and stuff like that. Um, and basically, each player takes control of a certain character at certain points in the story. So he's doing things that I'm not necessarily seeing, and I'm doing things that like he's not seeing and stuff like that. And different choices we make affects the story, and like part of that is out of out of our control. So. We did it over the span of a couple of weeks, and it was super cool. We're gonna do Little Hope pretty soon. Um, it's it was it was really good. It was insane. It's a, they're horror games, obviously. So if if it's not your thing, or if you know if they're rated M, so mm-hmm. I can't recommend them to everybody. But if you like cinematic experiences, especially that you can play with like friends or family, like online. Uh, these games are like a really cool way to do that. And yeah, to kind that of... definitely seems like the uh, the main appeal for a lot of these games. Because I even remember yeah. like when the first one or the when um oh like until dawn until dawn yeah like that's yeah. like that's like how you play. You don't just play it. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously a lot of people play by themselves, but like I think most people played with like, with I a buddy or with friends. And that's how a lot of people eventually played. Yeah, so that's how what people eventually played like the Telltale games and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. So it's like they found a way to take those and actually turn them into official multiplayer experiences. Yeah, which is cool. Um, like I have the Quarry downloaded because that's a that came out on like a PS Plus pre- premium thing, and so that's from them too. Which is like I'm pumped to try that eventually too. So. Um, if you want a fun cinematic experience, uh, 
you know, to play with others, then this, then these games, uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology, are like really good choices. Sweet. So yeah, that's all I've been playing. Cool. What about you, Shelley? Well, this is cool because I also beat two games this week. At least yeah. my definition slash the backlog golf chat definition. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I um put twenty hours into Bobble Dogs. We have this rule of backlog golf and our little staff chat where we're trying to mm-hmm. get rid of our backlog where um if you are playing a game that doesn't have like credits or um there's really kind of no end to the game you can consider it beaten after 20 hours so wobble yep. dogs is one of those games okay. where it just keeps going and going you can play for as long as you want there's no like end goal or whatever um i mean there are achievements but at that point that'd be going for like a completionist route or, or being a completionist um which yeah. i just want to basically beat it um but yeah, that, that's definitely still a fun, cool, chill game. You get some really wacky dogs. I finally implemented the uh, import dog feature. So there's a feature where you can <laughs> actually export different dogs that you breed and create and have. Um, and you can import other dogs. So I like looked up online to see other codes of other dogs out there. And I got some funny dogs that have like two heads, <laughs> who have wings. And I got to like breed them with my dogs. It's really very chaotic, but quite fun. So... Um, I think this is but, on Game Pass. I've been meaning to check it out. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of fun to play around with. It's not like a super exciting game by any means. For me, it's kind of like a chill. Like I can do it while I'm working on other stuff or while I'm listening to something. So I still recommend it. But at the same time, I am kind of glad that I've got 20 hours in so I can kind of move on from it. Um, mm. Also, Stardew Valley, I finally, finally completed the community center. And for me personally, that was sort of my goal for like, I want to beat the game. I've heard and, that people consider that a goal or like, yeah. A, a beat game. like, yeah, it is like the main sort of goal that you are given right from the beginning of the game. There is mm. something else that happens apparently after year three or at the beginning of year three. And I'm still in year two. So like, I don't know. I don't know what that is really. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. So there's something that happens then, but I think a lot of people like, it's sort of that's not even really an accomplishment that's just play the game for long enough right for it to like reach year <laughs> three play the game for long enough whereas cleaning the community center is like a task and it's like not super easy like you actually have to go out of your way to do stuff and you make the town really happy and it really there is sort of a um it's not like there's like two different paths there's like two different paths but there's not two different endings i would say so you can like mm. go with jojamar and you can like help them which is choosing capitalism (laughs) or you can reject capitalism and help and complete the community center which is actually helps the community and they all come together and remember the good times and support local businesses and that sort of thing so uh that's obviously the path i chose and it is harder um but it's pretty rewarding and um you get to help because you do judge you just buy everything can't you i'm pretty sure yeah and i think you actually get like a lot of crazy stuff like i think like a movie theater hope like there are like legitimate pros and to doing it but i think most i've never people, done it before i've never even thought about it, like what they'd open that's cool. yeah so I, I but i think the game really presents as like you should do the community center like this is your goal essentially that we're handing to yeah. you besides just make money so anyway i finally completed the community center after <laughs> i'm not quite 100 hours in but i think i'm almost 90 i think i'm somewhere between 80 and 90 Ooh. hours on stardew and I, i'm gonna keep playing but for backlog golf i'm like hey it's over 20 hours at the very least, yeah, right? I'm going to consider yeah. this completed. Or not completed, but yep. beaten at least. So 
I did that, so I felt very productive, just kind of like, oh, I could beat this, beat this. It was really hard to get the rabbit foot. That was sort of the last thing I was grinding for because it's one of the things you need for the community center. And I had a rabbit, but this rabbit was not giving me a rabbit's foot. So I'm like, okay, I need to like run and you go to like skull cavern and you fight these serpents. So I need to like hope I get the 0.8 drop, right? It's like a 0.08, either 0.8 or 0.08 drop chance um, for this to happen. And uh, I didn't have to worry about it because my rabbit loved me enough to give me a rabbit foot eventually. I was like, yes. So I think it was the fish for me. The fish took me forever. I'll sacrifice my fish for you. And the thing is, the fish also (laughs) took me a while, but the last two fish I needed were both needed in fall and on a rainy day. And I booted up the game, sort of realizing, okay, I need to get these fish. I think I could get them both in fall. And it was a rainy day. And I was like, I'm getting them today. And I did. It was awesome. Nice. I felt really good about that. Um, Anyway, great games. Both those games were just super nice fun chill games oh, yeah. that i can just like have with something on the background but then i'm also playing fire emblem gauge i don't know if i had started playing it by the last time we recorded but i'm actually playing it now not just by yeah, husband, i think daniel so. was still playing it when, exactly when you, when you yeah, yeah, about yeah. It. so now i'm finally personally playing it even though it really is just like a very similar experience mm. uh the rings are still fun all the somnial stuff i'm starting to unlock kind of slowly um i think i just got the blacksmith for example so that's cool and uh, I'm just, like, going to try to beat the game fairly quickly because I have seen all the stories. So there's really no reason to, like, watch the cutscenes besides, hey, I'm using the female avatar instead of the male mm-hmm. avatar, <laughs> right? So that's kind of, like, the one difference. But uh, still a good game. But uh, I don't really have much to say about it just because I've mostly shared my thoughts from just watching him play. But I'll cool. share any new thoughts I might have as I'm actually playing the game mm-hmm. um, as we go on. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Awesome. We will get into the video game news then. Yes. LJ, what's been going on? All right. So this is like this is my this is my totally my up my alley right here. The first piece of news is the Evo lineup has been announced, uh, which is the big fighting game tournament I talk about. Evo, every stinking year, yes, uh, sir. For like the last couple of years. Um. So the full lineup. Oh, the page just okay. There we go. So the full lineup is Street Fighter VI, obviously, because Street Fighter VI is going to be out by then. Um, Guilty Gear Strive is coming back. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is coming back. Tekken 7 is obviously... Oh, wow, set Tekken 7. That's the seventh appearance. That's kind of cool. Because then 8 is, eight <laughs> is going to be out too So that game, after that. So that game is going to cap out at seven Evo appearances. I love it. Wow. Um, King of Fighters uh, 15, which is meh. Melty Blood Type Lumina is, the other, is another one, another anime mm-hmm. one. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, um, which apparently Warner Brothers says there's going to be a 12 coming out this year, which is weird because nobody's got any trailers or teasers or anything. Uh, sure. And yeah. then the game that's coming out, um, the game or the game that's coming back that everybody's excited about, which I'm excited about, it's getting some love, is. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, that game's a few years old now, but um, they're making a comeback um, for that one. Um, first, oh, because it's a, what they're calling, I think, a first annual Evo throwback tournament. So I'm sure that they're going to choose, like, one older game each year. Uh, the event is August 4th through 6th at the Mandalay Bay, which that would be so cool to go to. I might try to see if I can plan that trip. Um yeah, so it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, 
Street Fighter Six is going to be huge. So did you Tekken- um did right. you see LJ the mm. I think it's the first Street Fighter Six tournament what the yes. payout is? No, I did not see what the payout was. You didn't see it? That's like news in itself. It's oh, a no, million dollars. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. It's like actual esports level. Like we're getting there. Wow. And yeah, so like all my awesome. Smash friends are like, screw this game. I'm picking up I'm picking up Street Fighter. I'm gonna learn how to play Street Fighter Six when it comes out. Honestly, <laughs> Street like this is I feel like this is the most accessible Street Fighter is ever gonna be. Um Probably. Impl- they are implementing like easier combos and stuff like that. Because those, like, I mean, like, Street Fighter games, a lot of those characters are very specific skill levels. And it's it's just one of those things. It's like, I, you know, I, I'm excited that fighting games are kind of reaching this level where more people are being encouraged to, tr- to try them and to experience them. Um, I am, I, I, don't, I guess I didn't expect it to be, but it makes me sad that, like, Multiverses had an appearance last year and that game is, like, hanging on by a thread now. Like, I oh, love that game yeah. so much. And it, didn't um, it win an award? It won at the game well, awards. The game awards. I mean, that's because there was nothing else like better, like better to contend with it. Yeah. No, no pun intended. Um, yeah. At that time, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it won the award just because like there wasn't anything. There wasn't a lot of good fighting games that came out last year, really at all. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. Like it would be, it would be really neat to go to this event. Um, I love the energy every year. Just watching it, so I'm I'm, I'm stoked for it. Yeah, that's cool. that's the lineup. Um, the other thing that's uh, a little, maybe a little bit less exciting for a lot of people is um, the, we had a state of play last week, and they didn't okay. really have a lot of a lot of stuff to show. They had a bunch of VR stuff because PSVR two just came out. Um, they showed stuff for Destiny Lightfall. Um, some some other like indie stuff, some other smaller stuff. Resident, they showed more for Resident Evil Four, uh, more for again Street Fighter Six. Mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate Three is officially coming to consoles, so they showed that. Yeah, I, I saw I'm that. Excited, I'm excited for Baldur's Gate Three to like, get good. a full release. Um, then the big thing they kind of showed the most of, which they said that it was going to be the feature, was um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League finally got heavy uh like a 15 minute gameplay showcase thing and that game also has a release date of like may i think like late may um which it looks like a basically a looter shooter kind of thing but in like metropolis yeah um they and they said the bat there's leaks of a battle pass and people freaked out but apparently it's cosmetic it's cosmetic only and it's a single player co-op game so it's like Sounds like that battle pass is going to be totally optional. Um, even though yeah. obviously the cool stuff is going to be behind that battle pass. Like uh, are comparing I saw, it to I saw, Avengers. Yes, but this already looks like it's not going to be as bad as Avengers. I think. I agree. Um, but uh, like King Shark, literally, I think you can get him a Superman costume. <laughs> like I'm just like that's silly, that's cool. but it's silly, but it's so awesome. ridiculous. Um, Harley Quinn basically plays like Spider Man. She has like a grappling hook. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, the city with her. She's like swinging uh, around like Spider Man. Yes. Uh, like it looks fun. Like I'm, I'm going to play it. It just, like I had fun with Arkham Knights. Arkham Knights was, or Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights was not really that great of a game. Mm-hmm. But I had fun with it. So it's like if I can get the same enjoyment out of Suicide Squad, 
then I will definitely check it out. Um, yeah. I know Tears of the Kingdom comes out that same month, but I didn't beat Breath of the Wild, so I'm probably going to not play Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> um, I, that but, seems yeah. like a bad judgment call to release the same time. I think it's I mean, later in, in the month, too. They um, had to at some point, I suppose. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, th- I feel like I mean, it's not as bad as Horizon, because Horizon was very similar in... Yeah, Horizon kind of shot Poor Horizon. Play. That game got... They couldn't have known. That game got its lunch money stolen twice. <laughs> yeah. Like, by Breath of the Wild and then Elden Ring. Like, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, but, yeah, those are kind of the highlights of the, like, state of play. Uh, not really much here. Oh, there's another Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm game, as if anybody cares. It looks like the yeah. same last four games that came out, but, uh, yeah. That's I'm it. sure someone does. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> does. I apologize. Um... <laughs> Apparently you're gonna be able to play through all the like the whole every story arc from front to front to back now, which you too can become the Hokage again, again. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what else to move on from there. Um, Pokemon. We had a Pokemon presents today, apparently. Um, and uh, I know we'll be talking about some other stuff later with within that, but I want to highlight the DLC that's coming out and uh for scarlet and violet uh so let's see what is it what is it called let's see i think i passed it up oh the hidden treasure of area zero it's called and it's two parts let's see um one of them you visit a new new island basically on a school trip it's like a field trip and then the second part is actually you are basically like doing an exchange student kind of thing and you're checking out another school in another region somewhere oh um i didn't see i haven't seen any video footage of this because this came this all this news came out literally when i was at work today and i it was a monday um so i'm like i was so busy i didn't get a chance to look at anything um but having played scarlet and violet i'm like if i do finish this game at some point None of this DLC doesn't come out until, like, fall and winter. So, I'm like, if I beat the game by then and play enough of it by then, like, I, I'll, I'll probably check it out. Sounds kind of cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so, that's kind of, that, that seems like some fun ideas. And then I think we got more, like, Pokemon Go stuff. I think you can actually integrate Pokemon Go with um, Scarlet and Violet now. Um, so weird. Yeah, so I'll have to see, like, what... Because I've never played a Pokemon game long enough to be like, hey, I can bring my Pokemon Go Pokemon in, in, into it or into Pokemon Home. So I don't know if, like, mm-hmm. that's a thing I can do, but I might I might see if that's that's possible. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Um, I think I'm probably the only one that's probably played one of the new games uh, out of all of us, so... Yeah. I'm interested. I'm yeah. interested if I have the time, basically, or if I actually get to that point where I can spend the money on it and be interested. So, But I'm like, hey, this is the first time like, I've played a Pokemon game long enough to where I, I, I can check that out. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it. That's uh, gaming news. Cool. We will get into the movies then. Uh, LJ, I think we should start. Yes. Quantumania. Yeah. Oh. That uh, is... Competing against Eternals for 
Rotten Tomatoes like lowest. Are you serious? I would not yeah. pay attention. It's in second place. People, people are Whoa. hating on Quantumania hard. Like, yeah. And I'll say it's not necessarily like. It's got the comedy, I guess, of an of the of an Ant Man movie, but it just yeah. And I want to point that out too, like the comedy of an Ant Man movie, not the comedy of Love and Thunder. Yeah, I think yeah. A lot yeah. of people keep comparing it to that because of the goofiness. I'm like, Ant Man was goofy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think where it fell flat for me was kind of like the last act because then it kind of turned into like something typical i guess or something like i you know kind of turned into a plot line we see in like a lot of other movies yeah. i feel like um but i liked it like the way they, they they just they set up everything real nice um and i just feel like they i feel like i've seen marvel do this a couple times where i feel like they're gonna do something and then they don't follow through with it like they kind of build <laughs> up yeah and so uh i do like kang is awesome by the way um Without mm-hmm. saying too much more, um, I just I think Jonathan like, Majors is awesome. Oh yeah, Jonathan Majors is great. I Getting think to see I, him, yeah, this and then uh, Creed kind of spoilers Three for the show, but Loki's is older cool. now. Spoilers mm-hmm. for Loki. Um, yeah, get to see him play. That's been out long characters. He who is remains cool. is technically like a different character. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. But, yeah, like, and it's one of those things where like. I think some people were disappointed with, I guess, with what Kang turned turned out to be, in mm-hmm. a, in some kind of way. But it's like no, it's there's way we're getting way more. Like that was only a piece of of what yeah. we're gonna see from Kang. Um, He's in a very specific situation, and that is explained when you okay. watch the movie. Yeah, it it all makes sense to me. My thing, I keep seeing these articles. It might be the same article. I keep seeing the headline that says that he was the wrong villain for Quantumania. And I can't imagine a better villain for Quantumania. What else? Like, I wouldn't have cared about the movie. Kang is a villain. I don't mm. know who else would have been better for it. I, they got, there was a little bit more gravity to what was going on because of that. Because we know that he's going to be the villain in, in later movies. And I don't think that I would have cared about any other villain or ant-man for that matter if it wasn't for that situation that he was in yeah um like yeah a lot of people joke that look like a spy kids movie and it kind of does it It looks better than a spy kids movie but color scheme wise it's pretty on point spy kids 3d yep and so like 80 80 kang was like the grounded person grounded character and all of that that made it feel meaningful I think anyone else would have been if you would have put like a goofy villain in there. Yeah. Then it would have been really hard to care about any of it. Yeah, I, I, th- I yeah, I don't know what else you would do. And then I'm like, in my, I'm like, also, how else would you? I mean, I guess there are other ways, but like, what else? I don't, I can't think of any other way they could have introduced him. Yeah, that's too. Um, yeah, it's. I don't think it's that bad of a movie. It's not a great movie. It's not an amazing movie. I would give this movie I like if I was to give it a rating from one to ten, I'd maybe give give it a six six point five maybe. But Eternals good. Eternals I feel like is is the worst movie. Like I feel like Yeah, definitely. I don't think this I think Doctor Sh- I think this movie, sorry, is mm-hmm. better than the Doctor Strange movie that came out, Multiverse of Madness. See and Love and Thunder. I see I yeah. I'm not sure about Doctor Strange necessarily, but I will mm-hmm. say I think it is better than Love and Thunder. 
definitely better than Love and Thunder. I think uh, it's better than the Multiverse of Madness too. See, I think they're the both Multiverse of Madness. There was so much yeah. expectation that was both failed. of those movies were kind mm. of a mess. Yeah, where at least Ant Man, like it was. I didn't. I don't feel like it was a mess. I just feel like they it went a different direction than I think I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they gave like it, it's very much Ant Man. So oh, the yeah. reasons that he's doing the things that he's doing in the movie, uh, his drive has been his drive since the beginning from ant-man one and it's really cool that they were able to kind of utilize that and make mm-hmm. it i don't want to give anything about plot white plot away but what's important to him is still important and yes. so it didn't seem out of character for him to do the things that he did yep. um i don't know i thought it was good i really really yeah. liked it I'll, I'll you gotta remember this is ant-man yeah it, you shouldn't expect a lot like we've never expected a lot from ant-man movies then yeah it's, it's. I, I will. I will say this too. Uh, the actress that plays Cassie, um, she was in Detective Pikachu. She played in that, and I liked her. I like her better in this than Detective Pikachu. Okay. I'm just stuck with the recast in general. Freaky. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, the recast thing is. Especially the way that they didn't tell the original actress they were yes, recasting. Yes, that that's messed. That's kind of messed. Like, up. can we um, stop communicating with our actors and with our people working on the movie to the audience? Like, can we stop communicating through social media? Can we have like real communication between y'all, please? <laughs> before, yeah, things need to be communicated before something they come out on social email. Media. Yeah, send an email. It's yeah. so easy. Like, just do it. Yep, make a phone call or leave a leave a yeah. message or something if you yeah, have to. Seriously. Yeah, but I do like. I feel like the uh, the actress. I people are kind of hating on her, but I feel like she. I think she did a fine job. Like she's mm-hmm. she's definitely much worse than Detective Pikachu. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a horror movie called Freaky that's kind of like Freaky Friday, but it's with the serial killer. Oh, Vince Vaughn is in it. It's very funny, oh. and uh, she plays in that. And I thought she was good in that too. Is a mm. I think PG thirteen horror movie. Um, super cheesy but fun. I'm finding out PG thirteen horror movies are exactly that lately: cheesy and fun and like stupid. Yeah, I like <laughs> hor- like I don't like horror movies usually. Yeah, uh, I really don't like like exorcism stuff. Yeah, I, that stuff just kind of I don't know. There's not necessarily a religious thing behind it; it just makes me uncomfortable. And uh, the like PG thirteen like Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that was rated R or PG thirteen. I think, I think Happy Death Day and Freaky are the same directors too. Yeah, and it was fantastic, so funny. Um, and I kind of want to see this Cocaine Bear, but I don't know what to expect from it. <laughs> that was rated R. Yeah. Uh, horror comedy though makes me feel a lot better about horror yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah, I'm not into Saw. I'm not into the gore. Uh, I just need funny ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. So we make the gore funny and ridiculous. It's it's fun. Yeah, like yeah. I don't watch a ton of like funny horror stuff, but I liked Jennifer's Body a lot, and that's kind of in that vein a little bit. Yeah, like it's definitely a humorous comedy, but definitely like also dark and scary. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, yeah, <laughs> Quantumania. I would say you definitely are going to need to watch it if you want to keep up. Uh huh. That's just part of the deal. <laughs> especially this is such an important i think piece to the story that's going on mm-hmm. also 
without giving too much away, I think it's going to make the shows more important going forward because the shows yeah, so far haven't been super you, important. You need to. St- you, these are like so. Usually, Marvel does a thing where it's like, oh, here's some end credit scenes that are like might might mean something or might be important or like the second one's usually funny. But mm-hmm. I think these the end credit scenes in this are definitely worth watching. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The shows have not been important thus far besides little easter eggs mm-hmm. uh, i think that might change and they've talked about that too with the, with the tv stuff they said that they're gonna make less tv shows make those tv shows a little bit more important so mm-hmm. i'm happy That's for right. that because i yes. felt like i was wasting my time with a little, couple of the shows that i watched in marvel so far yeah i they also may just not have paid off yet we'll see um, but uh wandavision was a really good example of that and then we get to doctor mm-hmm. strange and it was like Okay, I could have gotten like a five minute clip and gotten all of what I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. I'm watching that show. Yeah. Show was good, but okay. <laughs> we can keep going. Shelly, what were you watching this week? Well, you guys were talking about MCU, so I'm still watching. I'm just a little behind. Okay, finally watched yeah. Wakanda Forever. Yes. And it was That's a Marvel a movie. People were like, wow, it was so good. And I'm like, I liked a lot of aspects of it. I liked the aspects that reminded, like, that were unmarvel like. Yeah. Slash, that like, made me feel like it, I wasn't watching a Marvel movie for a second. The last and I'm act, like, especially, was very Marvel movie kind of thing. Yeah. I like, I like maybe like 85 to 90% of that movie. I did not care about the villain. I did not care that they were trying to make him sympathetic. Not even sympathetic per se. I don't know. The whole conflict didn't make sense to me. And uh, I guess if anything, I like just that once again, like the first Black Panther, there's like no white people. Like there's the <laughs> one, basically one or two, like kind of very few white people, which I thought was cool. And I loved how a lot of it yeah. was like in our languages, other cultures, other people. I, I really, really liked all of that. Um, mm-hmm. so that was cool and, and unexpected because I like, I knew the name, like I knew who the villain was, but I had no idea like his people or like kind of anything like that. I didn't think, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I thought that and they was made a lot of that cool. up for the movie from what I read. Oh, really? Okay. The Aztec culture stuff is like not comic related. Nope. No, and it's then, not. It's all movie stuff. Ooh, mild, really mild cool. spoiler, but his name is Namer and right, in right. the movie <laughs> they keep it's technically to... namor they keep uh, trying meaning to, no love like... in spanish and that's completely made up for the movie i almost yeah. think Fantastic. i almost yeah. like coming from like part of my family being like you know of latin heritage like right i almost find that offensive like oh you're just changing your <laughs> name to like make it like eccentric like yeah. <laughs> that like, makes a lot on. of sense i like, i but it was really cool yeah, I but mean, I think at that at that scene specifically, I think my husband and I both like kind of rolled our eyes at each other because we kind of thought, really okay, like it's just you could just have it be a name, but whatever. Yeah, um, like yeah. <laughs> Marvel has this way of being like, oh, hey, here's this thing we're going to introduce that you should care about, you know, like so. Uh huh. Like, yeah, and that's I could see from that angle. It's like, oh, why should I care? Like to me, I think it was a cool idea. Then all of a sudden, like, oh. There's Atlanteans. Like, you know, like, so I, I like mm-hmm. the attempt because I feel like it's them trying to actually be creative with something. Yeah. Um, How yeah. did you feel about them capitalizing on Chadwick Boseman's death? 
I just, I don't know. <laughs> I asked that where I go, I see his but... face. They literally did that. Um, it's like, yeah, like, and that's, yeah, it's like how that's... you honor him, but also make it not feel like they're you, you using it. You know, the like, problem was like... those parts were like the only parts of the movies I actually liked. But the problem is, yeah, I don't feel great liking those parts either. Yeah, <laughs> like. It is one of those things where it's like, if it was just an in-character, or not an um, in-universe thing that happened, like if Chadwick Boseman Mm -hmm. actually didn't die, but they decided to retire, he wanted to retire as an actor or whatever, they decided to kill off the character, then it'd be like, oh, this is really cool, but yeah, just the fact that it was like, and also they're like, oh, he died from an illness. Sorry, that's a spoiler technically, but it's the first very, very beginning movie. I don't really count as a spoiler. I'm like, you're telling me the superhuman who took a super herb that can where he can heal from anything. Yeah. Got what? Herb herb cancer or something? No, that's not going to happen. Like Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I basically I thought it would have been cooler if he had actually died from a villain and then the movie's about oh, yeah. maybe like re- trying to take revenge on the villain. And then realizing, I don't know, and maybe that could have turned to a revenge bad story or something. I don't know. And there's enough of those, obviously. But it's like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a weird way to like, yes, I know Chadwick Boseman did die because he was sick, but he also wasn't literally a superhero. I just kind of thought, mm-hmm. I just kind of thought that would have made his death a little bit more uh, impactful also feels like the wrong word. But yeah, I like, thought they would have made it a plot point. Like, yeah. Like the actual death I think of plot that they succeeded than, in honoring like, him like how because it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, for the most yeah. Part. Like I'm really glad that it wasn't a terrible, terrible movie. I agree. Right. I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was just yeah. like but again, I it's was very like, uncomfortable to watch any of it where they're celebrating not Chadwick Boseman's death, but Black Panthers. I, I, death. I also do find it comf- a little comforting that it sounds like there are certain like plot points and certain things that apparently they were going to still do, even mm-hmm. when he was alive, at least from what mm-hmm. I heard or from what I read. Yeah, they didn't scrap Namor, literally all of it. I think Namor was still supposed to be a, was supposed to be planned. I think there was other plot points uh, that are spoiler territory that that uh, they go into. I think that were also yeah. still supposed to be there. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, uh, like they had like the core of what they wanted seems to still be there. Yeah, what- it's the only movie I can think of where the movie also plays like a, it's almost like a funeral reception in its own. Yeah, its own right, a celebration of life in its own right. So that was also yeah. So I guess in that way, I feel. Yeah, it's there's a middle ground somewhere, and I feel like they kind of, they did the best they could. I think yeah should have taken all profits and give it to a charity of his choice. That too, yeah, yeah. I think um they could have made it less cringy, less capitalistic. Yeah, less yeah. uh final thoughts. I really liked Shuri's whole um character arc, yeah, like her entire development throughout the movie. I thought probably was the best part. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. I thought that was all very cool and realistic and it made a lot of sense and I liked how it resolved in the end. I liked all of that. I liked it a lot. I liked mm-hmm. there was um, a super spoilery scene where like I don't even know. I'm not going to mention it really per se. Like something happens and I just thought, wow, they could have done something weaker but they decide to like go for the punch kind of thing and I thought that was cool. Um, and then... I think I think even before it was confirmed that Riri was in the movie, um, so I don't think it's a yeah. spoiler mentioning her. Um, yeah. I was really disappointed in her lack of 
um, plot importance, I guess. I don't know. She was just there. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you're taking this girl who's apparently as smart as Iron Man or whatever, and you're having her do almost nothing for most of the movie? Are you serious? They, they literally like... should have not put her in the movie and just yeah. saved her for the show. Like, I don't think she should have been in... I don't think she should have mm-hmm. even been in the movie. Like, I they, liked her. She was a plot device, and yeah. she wasn't a character. And that that's what they yes. mean. And, like, she like, wasn't was allowed funny. to be a character. She was only a plot device. And I'm like, seriously? Yeah. That's not yeah. cool. Like, even the like, actress mentioned that. She yeah. just mm-hmm. felt like no one got to really see her character. Because yeah. her character is just, and she was a cool character in her what's happening the entire time. Exactly, and her cool in her small moments in which yeah. she's explaining something about her herself, her past, whatever. That's really cool. But it's absolutely like she was a plot device. She couldn't really, she wasn't really allowed to do anything, especially in moments where I thought like, okay, for example, I, yeah. like they get trapped at some point. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna keep it vague. Um, they get trapped at some point. I thought, oh, cool. This is going to be a really cool opportunity for her to, like, come up with this awesome plan because she's so smart. Maybe she'll, like, invent something, you know, with a box of scraps, <laughs> right? Again, very Iron Man-esque or, like, maybe she'll, like, have some sort of idea. Even if she can't necessarily pull it off, but, like, she's going to put her she's gonna put her brain to it. And then, no. Literally yeah. that. And I thought, yeah. that else made me mad. I, I feel like it would have been cool if we had the show before this movie came out and then we would have oh, yeah. probably got to enjoy her more. I think that'd make a lot of sense. So, yeah. that's a lot of talking. I know we talked about Wakanda forever. Forever. No, that's um, cool <laughs> but I finally watched it, so I had to mention it. The other thing I finally watched was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, baby. Yes. And it is a better movie than Wakanda forever. <laughs> it's way more entertaining. It's oh, far wow. sillier. There's oh, a yeah. bunch of weird references that children mm-hmm. this age will not understand. Yeah. I barely understand some of the references, like especially like some of the music. I'm just like, why are they putting this song in here? Like, no kid's gonna know this song. Yeah. It's <laughs> so good. It's so funny. But I I really enjoyed it and um oh, going to I, see that movie with my nephew was so awesome. Like it just felt like a full circle yeah. moment. Yeah, and because um, we saw the first movie in theaters. It was the last movie we saw in theaters before COVID. Mm-hmm. And and it just mm-hmm. took us this long to finally get around and watching the second Sonic movie, but I'm so glad we did. And again, just like hearing Tails sound like Tails was amazing. Hearing yes. Idris Elba's Knuckles was also amazing. I love and it. Then, so perfect. I love Knuckles. In <laughs> and Jim Carrey just like went off, of course, as he always... It was just like kind of... It was just great. It was just fun... It's, like, not that serious. It was a good time. There's so many Sonic references, which I love. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Made me very happy. Like, they introduced Gun. They introduced Gun into the Sonic the Hedgehog movie universe. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> That's so cool. So, and then, you know, just end credit scene stuff. Man, I'm very excited for the next one. It was I'm better excited, than I thought it was going to be. I'm also worried. Like, apparently, if Jim Carrey... Like, not that you necessarily need Jim Carrey, but it's like, what do you do now? I mean, there are other things I know they could do. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, but all I'm, I'm saying is I was... I, I'm still... Yeah, I'm excited. I think, uh... I think it's weird because, like, Wakanda Forever tried really, really hard, and it was an okay movie that I still yeah. liked overall, but I felt like it had a lot of problems. Um, and then Sonic the Hedgehog, I feel like they, I mean, yes, obviously they still like tried hard, but in a matter, in a different, very different way. They tried hard 
for their audience, for the song that fans. Even that chunk of the the movie they give to the human actors, like to the actual like people, like was even like straight up silly and goofy. I was like Mm -hmm. I was like, I know my nephew's getting bored of this part because I know he just wants to see Sonic, but I'm like, this is just straight up dumb fun too. Like Yeah. No, I I, there I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like Looney Tunes, Space Jam, back Looney Tunes back in action era, like CGI to people. It's so good. Anyway, yeah. I had to mention that too, but uh, good we could finally move on. <laughs> Did you guys watch anything else? That's it. That was no. it? Okay. okay not cool. for movies. Okay, no, it sounds good. Um, yeah, not for movies. <laughs> that's true. We all watch shows. It's going to be a long podcast, but that's because we missed last week. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's Start heard about there. Cocaine Bear. I don't need a segue. <laughs> Um, actually, did you, this isn't in our notes, but there's actually a, they, they made a game. It's a stupid, totally, absolutely promotional game. And you go around as the bear killing people. It's literally like Pac-Man or something. Yeah, it's like Pac-Man. You go around and you just kill people and they scream. Um, which is not the true story of Cocaine Bear. No, not at all. It's all so ridiculous. They just. That didn't happen? Cody. (laughs) Are you telling me that they embellished the story? I'm so sad that, I mean, it's, that it's a good thing that people are dying. I need to think about what I'm saying here. <laughs> it's a good thing people are dead. But it's just ridiculous that they... <laughs> yeah, I know we're what like, you're saying. We found a bear that ate a bunch of cocaine and died, and so we're going to just make up this whole story about this bear. The poor bear. Seriously. And guess what? The poor gator, too. Because they're making a movie. Okay, different people, I should mention. It's the people who make Sharknado. They're making a yes. meth gator movie. I think it's going to be called Attack of the Meth Gator, which I actually don't, I honestly don't think is actually even inspired by a true story. I think it's completely made up. I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's inspired they literally by, chose a drug and another It's inspired animal, by this like, movie. I know. I think it's perfect, though, because, like, meth gator is going to take place in Florida, and it's just going to be, like, absolute madhouse. See, like, I know a I few can absolutely... in Louisiana you can set that thing into. I can absolutely imagine a gator getting some meth. Like, there's no question. It's it Florida. Can you would think bath salts would be the way to go. Yeah. They need to for the tagline is to be one messed up through a ride. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be perfect. And it's gonna be again. It's the it's by Asylum, and they're the same guys who did like Sharknado and stuff. So it's it, it's you know their I whole shtick is the toy alligators that they'll throw at people. I don't know if Sharknado's improved at all, but. That was my favorite thing about Sharknado was they were literally shark toys that they were throwing onto the screen. So funny. Yeah, it's like they're they're getting pretty creative with their low budget. The gator um, needs to have the goofiest, silliest white eyes, like, ever. Yeah. Just... Like, it's no longer at the... It's 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 the absurdity of it all, right? And, and oh, people yeah. are really excited about cocaine bear and they're just like we just need some more absurd and there have oh been absurd gosh. movies but i think there's been a lot of like the promotional material that they sent people on like tiktok and stuff for cocaine oh bear i mean that's great. true they did a really good job with marketing so that's probably why i just know that like <laughs> movies that have come out recently there actually have been in the last couple of years just a number of incredibly absurd movies but a lot of them have been like also this gator one is going to straight to sci-fi probably too. I yeah, I was gonna say a lot of the ones have been really, really inappropriate. Like they're absurd, but they're like incredibly mm-hmm. mature. I feel like Cocaine Bear is like, I mean, he's probably gonna be. It is rated people. R. I haven't seen it yet. But... And it is gonna be rated R. 
So maybe yeah. it's not a good comparison. But for some reason, people think this one's fine because it's a I was But Meth Gator will be good because it'll be on sci-fi, so it can't be too rated R. That is true. That is a good point. Meth Gator. Meth Gator will be the, uh, <laughs> the cocaine bear for the Bible Belt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't listen to this podcast people uh, <laughs> I mean, we just lost right, all of our audience <laughs> you're not wrong oh my god i know people oh, that would man. go see that day one in theaters like straight up dude okay i really hope they make a good movie now not like a good movie but a uh Wholesome enough movie now that... I don't even know if they did yeah. say this is going to sci-fi, but it just screams. Make it sci-fi. so that I can recommend it, and that this doesn't age poorly. Sci-fi, please, <laughs> please, <you>. please. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Meth Gator. Um, I don't really know anything more to say about that. We've talked about it. It is the cocaine bear, the Bible Belt, and we're gonna move on. It's Hellboy. <laughs> Um, yes, Hellboy. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk, about, let's talk about Hellboy instead. Let's talk about something a little more grounded. Um, so, we're getting another Hellboy reboot, and I think the last reboot was, I want to say it was 2019, right? And that was with... Um, with uh, yeah. David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour. But that's... Flopped. That was a rough movie. I did yeah. a Bible study on it. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> that's right. You're like, I don't care. I'm going to go I'm oh, gonna go write a Bible study on it. I don't know, but no, it was rough. But David Harbour did a good job. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but we're getting a new reboot, and it's gonna be um Hellboy. I think it's just called The Crooked Man, um, or Hellboy The Crooked Man. And it's mm-hmm. off of a comic that was actually released in twenty. Uh, I keep saying like twenty two two thousand and eight. It was before the 2010s. 2008. 2008. Yes. 2008. Um, <laughs> back at the wait. Uh. So it's a comic story, and um, let's see, it's about, oh, uh, let's see, finds Hellboy teaming up with a rookie of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense after they get stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia, where they discover a small community haunted by witches, led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past, the Crooked Man. So you say this is set in the 50s? Yeah, and the Crooked Man in the yeah. comics was an 18th century miser and war profiteer named Jeremiah Whitkins who was hanged for his crimes yet returned to hell as the region's re- resident devil. <laughs> so mm, like I need to go read that comic then. It sounds really it sounds really interesting. Like I don't know, it's not just like a I don't know, maybe for once they're taking the well let's just not make like a Hellboy movie. It's like <clears throat> no, let's actually take a Hellboy story and we don't need to have another like reboot of like introducing him as a character and like the origins it sounds like it's going to be more like no he's like the thing reestablished and we're going into it the thing i i I thought worked well for that last movie came out where it felt like a almost like a lower budget like cult classic kind of like Mm -hmm. movie in a weird way almost like a yeah like some kind of cult film um but like i think if they like almost like a ghost rider spirit of vengeance like low budget like cheesiness yeah, like, I just like I think if it, if they go like not not silly with it, but I think like if they try to make it some like supernatural like horror film with with just that particular style, I think it would be kind of neat. Yeah, um, but I like, like that. if if like, they so they're going it, for folk horror vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like if they if they really capitalize on a style, like you know, like, I think it it could be cool. Um. I don't know who they would choose for Hellboy. Like, they could almost bring David Harbour back, but I need to see more. I need to know more before I can 
really figure out what they're going to do with it. Um, yeah. I, I'm open to more people trying, I guess. Yeah, I feel I'm like we're almost to the point where, once again, we don't even need, like, another reboot, per se. Like, just a separation from, like, it. And a lot of other mm-hmm. um, series do that now, where it's like, the first one was really bad and no one liked it, but then they just mm-hmm. make another one. You know, yep. use the same actor, whoever was really good in the first one, and then they just, mm-hmm. like, make mm-hmm. a second one that's, that barely acknowledges the first movie. Yeah. Just enough where it's like, oh, this is already established character, and then like do a new story. And it's like they don't even really yeah. need to have it be an official reboot because reboot always sort of like, yeah, you know, like it doesn't need to connect at all. Yeah, it doesn't. It it, it always insinuates like, especially for superhero related media, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, reboot. It's gonna like show yeah. their origin story again. And it's like we don't need another origin story. The Batman did it really well where like that mm-hmm. was technically a reboot but did not go over his origin <clears throat> story and it just was like this is an established character. Maybe you maybe they do character. it like Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they do it like Batman, like kind of like how the mm-hmm. old Batman movies were, like they changed actors every few movies or like even like how they do James, you know, the do the James Bond movies is, you know, there are different actors that portray that character. Yeah. <clears throat> so it can yeah, very exactly. much be it can very much be almost like an anthology kind of thing, you know, like Totally. Hellboy, agree. Hellboy's Hellboy he's he's been around for a long while, so there's so many stories you could tell and so many like comic stories that you could use as well. So Exactly. There, there's a lot of material there that's untapped. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. But it could be it could be really cool. Yeah, full core could be could hit really hard, I feel like. <clears throat> instead of just like Yeah, a, a, lot, a lot of a lot of like full core stuff in in the comics too. Mm-hmm. No, it's it kinda lines up perfectly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and then finally we're getting more Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. How, how so, do we? How yes, do we? Maybe. How do we feel about that? Because like War Bros is like saying we're getting more. Um, I don't need more of the Hobbit. Yeah, we already got three of them. Two too many. We only needed yeah. one. <laughs> Terrible. Almost as bad as Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yeah. So I'm worried it's gonna get to like a Fantastic Beasts level of like absurdity. You know, like so that's the thing I'm worried about. Um, but I like again, like I'm open. I think it's one of those things where it's, I think people get too attached to the one thing. Obviously, that was amazing. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, like you forget, like there's the people forget there's been other adaptations and there's been other ways that Lord of the Rings has been used. Yeah. You know, in other media, so it's like the Peter Jackson movies aren't haven't always they're not always the end all be all of Lord of the Rings. You know, like exactly. obviously that, to me, that's yes, true. that's peak. Like that's total peak, like Lord of the Rings, but. Yeah, like there's, it's a old book, obviously, you know, like, so it's like, <laughs> there's going to be adaptations and things like that. And there's going to be, you know, people are going to, I think, isn't it, I think the license is fairly open now too, as far as I'm aware. So I think I, Warner Bros. has the movie rights. That's why Amazon would make a show. Yeah. Um, you can rent out those rights for everything else. I don't remember. I'm not what the, oh, totally what positive like about a, that. Yeah, I'm gonna find out what that term is. I think what is it like a Creative Commons license or something like that? Yeah. Or yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I don't know. You said it was animated, Shelley. Well, that's the thing. Is when we when I heard this news, I was like, I don't know, guys. 
Lord of the Rings was so good, and The Hobbit was fine, and people really didn't like Rings of Power. I mm. liked Rings of Power, but it's one of those things where it's like, I still don't know. It's it's like what they're saying with Harry Potter, right? Which they're all like, also, Warner Bros. is also like, well, we can make more Harry Potter movies. No, stop it. Please, please. Let's like, let the let smallest it die. book we can let it and make die. five movies out of it. Please. Like, and I want, I, I low-key kind of want that to happen with Lord of the Rings, but, however, the consideration, they're making an anime film. Mm-hmm. They're making an anime film It's going to be called Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim. I hope I said that correctly. And that's actually already has a release date of April See, 12th, 2024. The, the Rohirrim are like my favorite like part of like that like world. And I'm like, yes, give me yeah. more of the Rohirrim like plotline. Heck like, yeah. What was that release date? So April 12th, 2024. So that's just over a year from now. Mm-hmm. It's like a year and wow. a month or two. Which is crazy. It's so cool. So yeah. it'll be cool. I'll me, watch an animated thing. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like I'm so tired of like everything always having to be live action. And there's literally so much potential to anime and animation. And, and even just, like, they have, I think about Star Wars, right? I think about how Star Wars obviously started with live action, and then they ended up doing some animated stuff, and that was really, really awesome. And, like, then they went with the Clone Wars look, and that's worked really well for Clone Wars and, like, kind of offshoots of that. But then we also saw Star Wars Visions, which just unleashed an entire sort of floodgate of oh, we can actually be really creative and explore new and different, or, or express parts of Star Wars differently. And I think that's was really awesome for Star Wars, and, and I think that could happen with Lord of the Rings. And I mean, even the first Hobbit movie was animated, um, and so it's not necessarily new for Lord of the Rings, but I, I just love, I don't know, I love anime. What can I say? So apparently Embracer Group owns the rights, which they own a lot of junk now, but apparently they own like distribution rights or something for the Lord of the Rings IP, I think. Yeah. Um, I think film rights are still in question. I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head there. So like, nice. It's, it is still kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Of who owns what? <laughs> From what I'm it reading. is a mess, um, but I feel like, and this could be really cool too because, like, I don't know anything about the war of the Ro- of the Rohirrim, but you can make it like super, like, I don't know, like it's if it's like a legend, you can make it like in this animated style that's like embellishes certain things and like has certain enhancements and has certain Ooh. like look. I don't know, like I just love that sort of style where imagine, it's like you can imagine a Star Wars Visions, but for like Lord of the Rings. Exactly, like ah, That'd be, be so sweet. cool. So, I have very mixed feelings overall about more Lord of the Rings movies because I think I was worried at first where it's like, oh, they're just going to try it. Like Rings of Power, I think tries to match, and I almost said try, but there's still going to be more seasons. Tries to match the epicness and amazingness that the original Lord of the Rings had, um, as well mm-hmm. as like how the Hobbit also kind of tried to have that and failed, and that both of them have kind of failed. They've kind of like you know, been stopped short a little bit. But if they just try for something else entirely, like an anime film, or or just an entire different type of thing, that mm. can re- go really, really well. I think that could be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, literally. I'm excited for that anime thing. Yes. Be cool. It's gonna be funny. I have a friend who just is incredibly anti-anime. He will not watch anything anime. <laughs> um, which is funny, because he likes After the Last Airbender, and I'm like, no, it's technically not anime, but it's close enough. 
dude. You yeah. Might, you might as well. But, like, he's also an incredibly big Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fan. And with Star Wars Visions, he came came out, it was like, are you going to watch it? Like, it's Star Wars, <laughs> but it's anime. <laughs> that's great. And that's going to be this, basically the same debacle when this comes out. It's like, are you going to watch it? Like, it's Lord of the Rings, Did he watch anime. it? <laughs> so. Did he watch Visions? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I know. Which I'm like, dude, stop being so stubborn. But anyway, um, I think it's very cool, and he'll have to watch Vision season two because it's not all anime. In fact, a lot of it is just gonna be regular like American animation or claymation, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So, yep, huh. that's our movie news. Cool. We'll get into uh, TV then. I besides Last of Us, which continues to be so well done. Nice. So uh, good. Well, good. Yeah. I, there's nothing we can talk about. Like, play the game, and you'll have all the spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, they're doing such an amazing job with that. It's crazy. They are. I also watched Vox Machina. I believe I'm caught up on Vox Machina. Nice. And that show is really good. I might have finished Vox Machina. That would be sad. I just realized I may have finished the season. Ooh. Well, it ended be more. pretty well in this last arc. They come out in three episodes uh, each week. And so you get like a story arc every week, basically. All three episodes are an arc. We watched something similar recently, didn't we? That was doing mm. that. Three episode arcs. Uh, mm. uh, oh, Andor. Andor had three episode arcs. Andor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andor had three episode arcs. Mandalorian These are Wednesday. 30 minute episodes, so it's a little bit easier to digest, but they're so good. Uh,. A very mature TV show. It's off of Critical Role, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. And I bring that up every time we talk about it on the podcast. But just know what you're getting into when you watch it. But the story in the second season is even more well done than the first season. I, I think story-wise. Nice. He was Matt Mercer's his name, right? That does mm-hmm. Critical Role. Yes. Uh, really dug in and got uh, some lore going and backstory for all the characters and you get to kind of see that shine through uh it's just cool it's cool to see the campaign one thing i it's so funny to me there's, there's such little things where you go oh yeah this is dungeons and dragons it took me like four times hearing it before i realized the grog he is their barbarian orc thing i don't know mm-hmm. there and he always when he rages he, he yells i would like to rage before he does it <laughs> that's great and it took me like uh, it took me way longer than it should have to realize that what's happening is the Activating. player who's the actor for this character would say i would like to rage to the dm <laughs> that's and that's awesome. why that became the dialogue for him to rage <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that's pretty neat yeah, there's tons of things like that where you're like, oh, they must have rolled this. This must have been <clears throat> this this way. It's really if you've played Dungeons and Dragons, you'll really appreciate. You can see the mechanics in the background working. That's awesome. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, that's all I've been watching though. Shelly, what were you been watching? Well, finally, finally watching cowboy bebop it's been years nice. it's been years on my nice. list and everyone's been rec- and i knew so and, I, and i've been listening to the soundtrack for a long time now Such and i really too. yeah i really have no excuses for not watching it until now but better late than never 
We're finally watching it, and I think we're now halfway through. I think we literally hit the halfway mark. Nice. Very good show. Obviously. I feel like that's not that's not. There's like so many. There's so much anime like that I want to rewatch that I haven't seen in years. That I'm just mm-hmm. like that's one of them. Like if I go, if I was to go and rewatch something, like that would be one of them. But yeah, even more than before, I'm I'm, I already just because I know the nature of anime, mm-hmm. um, already I I when the live action came out, I'm like, well, I don't know, like I don't know, I don't know if this is gonna work. But now, especially after, like, watching it and currently watching it, I'm like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, this would not work in live action. Like, meeting Ed and, like, people were, like, complaining that, like, Ed was, like, really annoying or something. I'm just like, yeah, because a character like Ed only works in an animated show like this. Like, it does mm-hmm. not work in live action, not at all. Um, it's just different well, styles, Ed different was, expressions. Like, barely, like, I think Ed was, like, in the last episode or something. Oh, like, really? Ed wasn't even, yeah. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> And I think Ed was supposed to be a season two thing if they were going to do season two. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that means then, I guess, does it actually go by, like, the story in the show, in the original no, show? Well, no, well, takes, it takes liberties. It definitely yeah. takes a lot of liberties. Um, I still think it was, like, it was its own thing, like, super cheesy and, like, I, th- I was okay with that, but it was just one of those things where it's, like, yeah, our, that show fell victim to Arcane being out at the same time. Yeah, and exactly. And, I yeah. didn't like it. I thought the episodes I watched were straight up dumb and silly, but that was like, I'm like, okay, like this is fine. It doesn't have to be a straight up adaptation, but yeah, it would, it wasn't worth it when there was other amazing shows out. Yeah, yeah. there were any of like Starsky and Hutch era stuff. I think it yes. was really paying homage to that, and I did. Yep. That, so. Yeah, it was very common. They did lean on the silliness and like the com- and like comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So we're watching that, and it's uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, cool. I know more to. Feel like everything's already been said about Cowboy Bebop. I think my favorite episode so far, though, and because of the nature of the show, I don't really consider it much of a spoiler because the show is. Um, this is gonna sound like a really weird comparison. It reminds me of SpongeBob because. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. Because technically, technically, these episodes are in chronological order, but they mm-hmm. don't give you any sort of time frame, like, as to, like, mm-hmm. how much time passes between each episodes. And at least as it is stands now, there's really not much connection between the episodes. Like, there's enough connection that they're, mm-hmm. again, like, when characters show up, when they go away, when they come back, and you, like, recognize them, that sort of thing, like, that's all there. But there's not really, like, a super solid storyline right now. It really is, like, an episodic, like, they're just having these episodes where they're trying to get these bounties. And you kind of just see what happens. And sometimes it involves, like, some backstory. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it involves character development. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, Maybe it just involves, like, cool world building or, you know, things like that, right? So, and the same, I mean, it is the same with Spongebob. So that's why. It's, like, I I reminded, it's kind of my comparison. Um, Definitely watch the movie, too. Uh, Yeah, the movie's good. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize there was a movie. Yep. Oh yeah, that was in theaters. Like that was big enough for it went to oh. theaters when it came out. It's I have, probably I have it on DVD. Takes place out of the show, I bet. I don't see. I don't. I think it's also one of those things where it's like you, the way you talk it's about a, like the show. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably place it almost anywhere. Okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah, yeah. I think my favorite episode so far is the <laughs> when there's like a some alien or some creature like on the ship taking everybody out 
and Spike has to go hunt it down. And it's just a lesson on, like, don't leave stuff in the fridge for too long. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh. The fact that it's, like, like so serious, but then so silly. Like, it really strikes that really good balance of, like, it's serious. Yeah, it's serious when it needs to be serious, and it's, like, hits really hard in those ways, and it's really good. But then, like, it's silly when it wants to be silly, and it's and it, I, I love the dynamic between everybody on the ship. Like, it, it yeah. makes me so happy. I love See, the whole... I love the dog. The I love Ayn. The live-action one went too hard into the silliness. I see, yeah. I think, I think yeah. it needs that sort of seriousness. Um, yes. In order to balance it out. Because, like, the fact that, like, Spike is, like, he's so cool, and he has this, like sort of really interesting backstory that we're just kind yeah. of now unraveling and he's obviously like very serious about that but he's also very nonchalant in how he acts and he's very silly but then he also tries to be cool but then like he has to take care of a dog he hates dog and then some woman comes around and he's like ah woman right mm-hmm. and then <laughs> yeah then there's like other random things just like bring down his guard and he's just like oh yeah. I, can't, I can't be cool in this moment and i just think that's like so fun so yeah anyway that's enough about cowboy bebop Then LJ. Oh yeah, I um, watch a little bit of TV. Not, yeah, not not much really more to say. I've been watching more X Men. Um, it's been good. I'm getting further into it. Um, and seeing, just seeing these episodes that I don't really remember as much has been cool. Like seeing characters like Colossus and Cable, and just it's taken me back uh, more still. Like the whole episode between Colossus and Juggernaut is really cool um, because like basically Colossus uh, like there's a big mutant running around like destroying stuff and it's like oh like might be colossus and, or it might be juggernaut and then eventually you find out who the real you know who you know who who's causing the destruction then you get the encounter between juggernaut and colossus and it's just like such a cool memory like from from my childhood then i'm like oh yeah i remember this fight like this is awesome um you know it's just cool that nostalgia so yeah that's all i got well, we'll get into the TV news then. Uh, just a couple quick things. Mm-hmm. We have... We're talking about horror comedies, hopefully. Uh, there is a prequel series for It coming to HBO, and that's the same director that made the last two movies. This could be good. Yeah, I think it's a perfect timing. Stranger Things is kind of finishing up pretty soon, it seems like. And so getting a show that's kind of in that same vein... Uh, I don't know about that second movie I never watched, but the first one felt very much like Stranger Things, including mm-hmm. having one of the same actors. It had that that feeling, and so I think that that could be a, a decent replacement for Stranger mm-hmm. Things. And it'll be happens. more, a little more, more. I don't know how I can say more dark or more serious, but obviously, yeah, like it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's just the way it, you know, the way those movies are. It's like you're gonna get something more dark and more serious. Um, yeah it's called welcome possibly to maybe not we don't know yeah could have a different feel to it i f- i have a feeling that they're trying to capitalize on straight things ending yeah if i were to guess so uh, i don't think we have a release date for that but it's in the works it has been it's, greenlit it's been talked we- about quite a bit i feel like it's been in the works but now it's like getting there yeah uh coming to hbo max um for a full season i'm trying to look i'm not seeing anything about yeah. Uh, unclear if any of the cast will return, but they don't really need to if it's a prequel series. Yeah. Just un- unless you want to get it the clown specifically, but I don't really think you need that. I think you just make it about that town and make the town weird. Mm-hmm. 
It'd be perfect. Um, and then something I'm kind of excited about. I don't know if I'll actually watch a lot of it, but uh, it just depends on the tone. It could be a lot of fun. Pokemon Concierge came out of that Pokemon Direct as well. Mm-hmm. And it is a stop-motion Pokemon show about a concierge at a Pokemon hotel. And that sounds adorable. That does sound adorable. That Yay. does sound like it could be really good. Especially, yeah. again, going with a different style of animation. Or, like, trying something yes. different. Oh, mm-hmm. Pokemon animation wins again. Man, so many jobs <laughs> from Pokemon animation. Well, and, like, I was reading this, and it gives me some hope for them to branch out even more past this. I hope this does well, just because I want them to not go back to the same formula and kind of branch out and do different things. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything they've done so far has been really good. It's just... There was a Pokemon animated show, and now that that's over, with Ash, you know, mm-hmm. being done, and then rebooting with a whole new series, I think they have an allowance to kind of do different things, and there's so much that you could do with Pokemon. Not to... Mm-hmm. It's one of those, because it doesn't have to be a shared world yeah. universe yeah. type thing. They can just... You can use those characters, and nothing really has to be canon. Uh, you that's can kind true. of just do whatever you want in there. Like, yeah. you just put them in a different region, and... Different yeah, characters, there's so many and none of it has to matter. Yeah, there's, you can do so much with that world. Yeah. you just That world is infinitely big. You can just, as many regions as you want, as many regions as you need to do things. And then you have time errors. Yeah. yeah. And then it all can be technically canon. Thing. If you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nothing is super connected to where it matters. I think it's a lot of, a lot of possibilities there. Mm-hmm. Really cool that they can, they have that freedom. I just hope they use it. This seems like a fun way to do it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we didn't get a lot. It was just a little side up walking across the sand in stop motion. And I was like, sold. <laughs> so. That is our TV news then, though. Uh, level up event. Friday. Six Hi. o'clock central. Be there. Be there. Uh, level up your faith in some way. It's going to be great. I'm really, really oh, excited. Put that on the marketing material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you, you know, if you're listening to this, they said level up your faith and you're like, I'm not a Christian. I don't have faith to level up. That's fine. Uh, there will be video games between speakers and stuff too. Uh, there's something for everyone, I think. That was the plan mm-hmm. and the hope for this, uh, that everyone can get something out of it. Oh, yeah. um, I know even from my own little speaking piece that I did, I wanted to keep that in mind. Uh, that not everyone, you know, maybe a Christian that's watching uh, on Twitch. A lot of people can, new people can come in. And so I'm hoping that those people can gain something from it as well. Mm-hmm. Those people, I don't like that terminology, but um, I hope that everyone can get something. I'm excited. Six o'clock central. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. LJ. You can find me on uh, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at LJ the Paladin. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor and at twitch.tv slash Grace on Wednesday nights and on Friday at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time (laughs) for the Level Up event. (laughs) Alright. Keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless. Goodbye.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!